What is up, friends? Welcome to the Brave, Fit, and Thriving podcast. Uh, I'm currently working on fixing up that intro a little bit. So, no intro today. Just going to get right into it. We're going to talk about some of the ways that your quote-unquote solutions might be sabotaging your journey. And it's frustrating, right? Like you keep trying to do what seems to be the right thing, going for zero sugar, low calorie foods, counting your calories, trying to keep them low because you know, you know, you feel like your metabolism is slow. You're just tired all the time. You're like, well, that's what I have to do to get the results I want. And then you just end up stuck, frustrated and unhappy. Like it's the worst feeling to feel like you're doing what seems to be the right things, what you're told is the right things, right? Like you see it on the, on the bag of zero sugar gummy candies. Like this is low carbs. It is good for weight management. Um, you see all of these pills, freaking carb blockers. You're like, okay, well, you know, I eat too many carbs, so I need something to block it. Like you go for all these things that sound, sound like they're going to work, right? But they actually work against you in more ways than just one. And I'll kind of go through some of the ways that some of those things are working against you. And you have to realize that when it comes to when it comes to fat loss, when it comes to building muscle, when it comes to getting tone, it's actually pretty easy and straightforward for a majority of people. There's like maybe the 0.0005% where there is an actual medical condition, but not uh, odds are that's not going to be your case. Okay. I just want to put that out there. So Let's start off with, you know, low calorie diets, things like keto, low carb, you know, they sound, they sound good, right? And a lot of times you do lose weight at first, you lose quite a lot of weight really quickly. And you start to really strive to continue that pace. And so when you are in that kind of deficit, or you are restricting an entire food group, an entire food group, by the way, which supplies you with fiber, and if you don't have enough fiber, it wrecks your digestion. And also, you're not taking in foods that have vitamins and minerals that your body actually needs. Um, but the longer you continue those extremely low calorie diets, the more fatigued you get, you slow down your metabolism and you eat away at muscle. So you feel weaker. You don't feel any better. You just continue to feel worse and worse. And you tell yourself like, oh, I'm just not pushing hard enough. I'm not trying hard enough. And eventually you just burn out. You give up because you are going so hard into this, especially right from the start. If you're going from eating like 2,500, 3,000 calories a day straight down to 1,200, girl, you're going to be starving. You're going to be miserable. You might, although I will say, if you take, if you eat these freaking zero sugar gummies or these zero sugar diet foods, you might not feel full. You might feel full because you're bloated all the time, but that's going to be, I'm going to talk about that here in a bit. Um, but these low calorie diets, they mess up, they mess up your, your gut, they mess up your mental health, they mess up your metabolism. And then when you quit, when you stop, because you're like, I can't, I can't sustain this, this isn't working for me, you gain weight back even faster. And you can even gain back more. If you're not strategic with getting out of that low calorie diet, you are in a physiologically more perfect position to put on body fat fast, really fast. That's why if you see bodybuilders in competitions, if you ever follow anybody and you see them like weeks after a show, there's a lot of competitors that after their show, they rebound hard. Some can gain upwards of 30 pounds in just a few months. And I would know I did a competition. 
I was pretty good at reversing out of it. So I didn't gain a lot of weight afterwards. But boy, let me tell you, it was not easy. You have to be strategic about getting out of those low calorie diets. Because if you bounce back to 2000 plus calories too quickly, you're going to gain fat. You have optimized fat storage capacity and your metabolism is slow. Your body isn't going to want to use those nutrients to build muscle. It's going to go straight to body fat because you have messed up your hormonal health. You've you've messed up your (laughs) I talk too fast. You messed up your metabolic health. That's what I'm trying to say. You're nutrient deprived and your gut is wrecked. And then you feel bloated and miserable. And then you feel worse about yourself. And you psychologically keep convincing yourself like, I can't do this. My body is broken. You know, I'm, I'm not even like 40 yet. And my body's retaliating. I give up. And that's part of also what causes a lot of women to be very depressed too, because they feel out of control in their own body. And it's not necessarily that they don't have any control. It's just, they're going about the wrong way. Now I'm going to talk about some supplements. And I talked a little bit yesterday on my podcast about, uh, supplements it's not up on Spotify. So if you're listening to this on Spotify, these will be out of order. For some reason, my uh, streaming service, I can't download the audio from the uh, the day before yesterday's episode. So it's a little bit out of order here. It might be tomorrow. I'm trying to figure out how to extract the audio, but it's being a little bit funky. Anyhow, supplements. I talked yesterday about how skinny teas, detox teas mess up your gut. When you rely on Senna for especially a long period of time, you really impair the way that your gut functions and you make bloating worse. And then there's also these pills out here. And I used to work at a supplement store. So I have seen I've seen people buy these supplements over and over and over again. And guess what? They never lost the weight. Things like carb blockers. Let me tell you, they don't block carbs. Carb blockers do not block your body from absorbing carbohydrates. Okay. So stop buying that shit. Stop buying supplements that say they block carbs or block fat. And you know what? You don't want to take anything that actually would do that. If you took something that can successfully do that, that's not safe. That would not, that would not be safe. (laughs) But it's such a huge waste of money. And I know there are some of you like talking about how expensive groceries are. You're talking about how expensive protein is, how expensive produce is. And yet you don't mind spending 60 to $100 or even more a month on supplements, pills, powders, teas, uh, waist trainers, lotions that claim to reduce cellulite when cellulite is a hormonal thing, not something you could just erase with lotion. Okay. It's not, you can't do that. You just can't do that. You're wasting so much money on these things that you could be using. That's on something that's actually going to benefit your health. That's actually going to help your metabolism, help you feel full in a healthy way and help feed a healthy gut, not wreck it. You spend all this time and money on supplements that are bullshit. Are there some that are valid out there? Yes, there are definitely some that can apply to specific individuals, but it's specific. If you take a multivitamin and a probiotic and fish oil, that's fine. Those are, those are decent. Like anybody can do okay with those multivitamin. If you have a well-rounded diet, it's not as necessary to be honest. Probiotics. Again, if you don't drink and you tend to have a lot of probiotic rich food in your diet, you don't need a probiotic. 
Uh, fish oil, if you get healthy, faster diets, not always 100% necessary, but those ones are really safe. Those are probably the safer ones. Everything else, it's very, very, very individual. So stop wasting your money on these supplements that claim to block fat or increase your metabolism just because it has grains of paradise and it makes you feel a little toastier doesn't mean that it's causing you to burn more uh, extra calories throughout the day. Like you might maybe burn 20 or 30 more, but that's like, it's not going to be substantial to make a difference, to be honest. And because you're taking these things psychologically, it's like, okay, well, I'm doing these things. So I'm not going to be as conscious about my diet. And guess what? You're going to go reach for more junk food because you're like, well, I'm taking this pill that's blocking my carbs or I'm taking a fat incinerator. So any fat that I put on from this extra food is going to get incinerated, right? These marketing gimmicks are awful. <laughs> marketing gimmicks are awful. And I actually, I'm going to tell you a story. I might have talked about this yesterday. If I didn't, I'm going to tell you again here. So I was watching the TV at the nail salon the other day, and I saw an advertisement for a diabetes medication. Okay, you know, it's just, it's just regular advertisements, right? Happy-go-lucky songs, one, one pill with a big story to tell, um, flushes out your blood sugar, which honestly didn't really make sense to me. I was kind of surprised that that was in the advertisement. But anyway, went with it. I was like, all right, well, you know, people do have diabetes. It's pretty common now. Of course, mostly it's pretty much preventable for most people. Uh, but then after that, there was a commercial for Hershey's. There was a commercial's for Hershey bars. It's like saying, well, we got something that'll solve your high blood sugar problem from the candy that you're about to eat because we're bombarding it in your brain. And guess what? The more often you see something, the more often you think about it. That's how marketing works. The more often you see something, the more you think about it, the more it's in your head. And so the next commercial, high blood pressure medication. Okay. I was like, what's going to be next? And not to my surprise, there was, it wasn't the commercial directly after, but it was the one after that one. There was a Jack in the Box commercial for, uh, uh, forget what kind of burger it was, but it had like bacon, cheese, it had like the works, right? Like, hey, we got some, we got a pill that you can use to treat your high blood pressure that's going to come from the food that you eat. And again, the more often you see these things, the more normalized it gets, the more you think about it, and the more you're going to crave it. And when you rely on pills to solve your problems, it causes other problems. Do you not hear about the side effects for those kind of medications? Well, there's side effects for over-the-counter stuff too. There's side effects for those quote-unquote carb blockers and fat incinerators. There's, ma there's major side effects for those fucking stupid skinny tees. There's side effects to wearing waist trainers. I don't know about side effects for those creams, those lotions that claim to reduce cellulite, other than the fact that they just don't work. They do not work. <laughs> Anyhow, then there's the third, the third thing. Let me pull up my notes just to make sure that I was on track there. Again, ADHD. Sometimes I gotta recheck things. Do, 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 do. Oh yeah, skinny ice creams and zero gummy candy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know this one all too well. So just because the ice cream is skinny, doesn't mean eating a whole tub is necessarily calories or eating a whole container of skinny cow ice cream is low calories or eating a whole box of hundred calorie snack packs is going to be healthy. It's not, it's still a portion, but here's another thing that I'm noticing. And this is something that I noticed when I was leaving my job at the vitamin store. We're starting to have 
more like zero sugar, no sugar candy on the shelves, which it sounds, it's kind of ironic, right? You know, zero sugar candy. Candy is sugar, literally. Gummy candy is meant to be sugar. So what are they putting in there? Well, they're putting a lot of uh, artificial sugars, like huge amounts of it. Small amounts of artificial sweeteners, depending on the type, don't typically cause GI distress. But in the quantities that these gummy candies have, it causes a lot of GI issues. And I would see parents buying it for their kids. And, you know, people talking about like, oh, there's no sugar, so it's healthy. And like, just because there's no sugar doesn't mean there's no calories either. I looked at the back, the calories, and it has pretty much the same calories. It's not a huge difference compared to their sugar-filled counterparts. Not that much of a difference. But the difference is you're going to feel bloated as fuck after eating those. You're going to feel uncomfortable. and You'll probably go to the bathroom a lot. It could have a laxative effect. Artificial sugars like malitol and xylitol, those tend to cause a lot of GI issues, especially when consumed in large quantities, which you will have in those pack of gummies, because you're not going to have just one or two. You're going to eat the whole pack because you're like, well, it's healthy, right? There's zero sugar. No, it's not healthy. Just because there's no sugar doesn't mean zero sugar does not equal healthy. Okay. Does not equal healthy. Most potato chips, they don't have a ton of sugar added, right? But doesn't mean they're healthy. They could put zero sugar on there. They could, they could take out the sugar and be like, Hey, zero sugar, but it'll still have a lot of saturated fat. It'll still have a lot of unnecessary empty calories that don't fill you. You might feel full after the gummy candy, though, but you're going to be uncomfortable. That's another thing. Like bloat makes you feel full, makes you uncomfortable. And even if it's like, you know, you say you don't have much of an appetite. Well, that's why it's wrecking your appetite, but it's also wrecking your gut and then wrecking your mindset. And then you just want to give up, too. So sometimes these solutions that you keep reaching for, that you keep looking for, that you keep paying for. It's wrecking, it's wrecking your journey. It's making it harder and it's sabotaging it for you. It is sabotaging your efforts, sabotaging your mindset. And that's why you're unwilling to try something that actually freaking works because you give up and then you try to find something that's easy. You keep looking for something that's easy, like buying something that has no sugar, buying a pill, buying a tea, or, you know, Just not eating at all because honestly, 1200 calories is so low. It's so low guys. That's what, that's what a child, that's what a child eats. That's what a child needs. A very young child, by the way, I'm not talking about like a 14 year old child. I'm talking about like a three, four year old child. Actually, I think they even need more than that. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not into pediatrics, but anyway, That is the topic of today. Just make sure that your solution is not sabotaging your journey. And if you need to know if your solutions are sabotaging your journey, feel free to reach out. Uh, You can send me a message. You can comment on any of my posts and I'd be glad to see how I can help you. Have a great rest of your day. And don't forget my Instagram and TikTok is Dana F Fit. And you can always reach out to me there if you need some help on your fitness journey as well. Take care. Have a good one. And enjoy your journey. You can make it enjoyable. There are ways to change it. You don't have to be miserable. Remember that you don't have to be miserable.